Hey, tell me if you love me. Yes, I love you. Yes, I love you. Ziggy, tell me if you love me. That's a hiccup. Love you, Mia. Love you. Call me back. Well, yeah, like, you know, I love you. I'm super proud of, like, everything that you've accomplished, mm. especially the fact that, like, your dream was what yeah. you're doing, which I love. Hey, man, I heard the last podcast. Uh, the conversation was good. Uh, the, the, the guest was interesting. I will say, I think the best part of it was the name, though. Vegan Cookie Reviews. You got it. You got to give me credit. Yeah, no, I will. Vegan Cookie Reviews. <laughs> Because I just know, like, the type of person that you are and, like, the type of content you make and the way you make people feel is special. It's one of a kind. Their privilege and lack of privilege in that specific area, like, you feel uncomfortable mm. around them. Like, you don't get that with you because you don't ever feel like you're um, judging, like, like, a privilege that, or anything. Like, you are like a positive yeah, person nice. to be around. Well, dude, I was telling you, that's what I think is so cool about it is, like, you've got these, like, conversations that we've had like set in stone like when we're like 50 we can look back and be like oh yeah let's listen to this like 40 minute conversation we had in 2017 or whatever yeah. all right w- welcome to vegan cookie reviews uh hola bamba uh, you know, you requested that I call you that, uh, but that's <laughs> like a nickname, right? Or no, how did you explain it? Oh my God. Let's start <laughs> with, uh, with this whole story. So my official name is Alexandra Bamba. I'm from Poland, but my, my name is also Ola and it's very hard for people to understand it. Now I'm in South America and imagine having the name Ola. Yeah, yeah. Another, especially Ola Bomba. Like, there's no day without me having a conversation about my last name, my first name, or <laughs> Andra is actually Ola. So let's set the record straight. So in my documents, my name is Alexandra, and in mm-hmm. Poland, every Alexandra is Ola. So it's not my nickname; it's also my name. So, for example, in the US, you have like every I think Robert is Bob, for example. Every Susan yeah, yeah. is Sue. So in Poland, every Alexandra is Ola. And I know mm. that those uh, don't sound uh, similar, yet they are. So I'm <laughs> Alexandra and I'm Ola. I prefer Ola way more because it's short, it's sweet. But yeah. yeah. Sandra as well. <laughs> I, lo- I love uh, how that started off because it's actually a good, like, it- it's going to be interesting because I'm sure we're going to touch on a lot of, like, how culture and language and stuff like that. We always talk about stuff like that. So it's going to be cool yeah. to probably touch on that. Um, so you are a holistic business coach, a digital nomad. You're from Poland. You speak Polish, English, and you're fluent in Spanish. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got... you. Yeah, well, you got some Spanish, um, which is extremely uh, impressive considering how complicated, like, English is. Like, we always talk about how, like, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, you're talented, bright, full of life, and lovingly direct. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Thank you for saying <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Great yeah. to hear. So, I guess we could start... Um, with how how we met because i'm sure people are going to be wondering how someone from you know california it got someone from poland but honestly with like instagram now it's probably not as weird anymore it's probably like oh social media probably 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. it's weird yet we really build close relationship and it's hard to build such through social media mm-hmm. so how uh, we've been both in a program of Flint Skidmore and we were formed in one pod of three people and we, I don't want to say maybe fell in love with each other, but close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me, you and Eloise, hello Eloise, we formed such friendship and of course, on social media, we talk about building communities and that's the goal of it, but we know how it is at the end of the day. Yeah. We really built something strong here. We talk, even if the container 
ended. We still talk. We share very, very openly from the stupidest things, like <laughs> favorite topics, like personal hygiene, for example. And we talked about building a podcast about that, to like the deepest uh, topics of like language, relationship, cultural differences, uh, different narratives that are happening um, right now in the world. So through maybe not social media, but an online program, we build something beautiful. Mm. And I'm so, I appreciate it so much. Yeah, same. Same. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun uh, going on that journey together and having all those conversations, you know? 100%. And our lovely Eloise is from Australia. So we have <laughs> a group of people from three different continents. <laughs> we have American, we have Polish, we have Australian, and the conversation happens all the time from day to night because there's always yeah, someone yeah. <laughs> sleeping. I mean, now we are in a similar time, time zone because I'm in South America, yet mm. it's absolutely enriching and amazing to have people from different backgrounds, different places, yet having so much fun together and going into such depths together like yeah. I, I yeah it's it's always fun it's always funny to see like you know waking up and then there's like 30 messages at like that you guys are going back and forth at like one but of course it's a different time over there you know but it's funny like so yeah conversations always going um so tell us a little bit about growing up in Poland what was that like and what is like what's your hometown look like what is the culture like over there educate us oh my god let me not make it a 10 minutes speech <laughs> no it's all good it's all good <laughs> i've asked a lot of questions yes i'm ready to talk about my upbringing yeah. and about uh growing up so i was born in a tiny tiny town in central poland i will say mm. the name since probably it's gonna sound very uh, very fun to a lot of people in Polish, which is Przysucha. That's where I come from. I love that place. I have a lot of great memories from this place. I feel this place was so average on so many levels mm. and not special that it helped me to have a calm childhood secured from very fast growing up like up to high school i was having the most normal life school home school home having two parents being together up to this point so it may sound average on every possible level there mm. was Nothing special about it, yet if we look closer, I have a lot of memories and a lot of experiences that <clears throat> formed me and formed who I am, mm. yet there were no like mm, situations in my private life or my family life that, you know, are so visible and so huge, or there was nothing special about this town probably someone from this town is listening to it now probably they're like no 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 we have a lot of special things yes yeah. <laughs> yet i realized uh, i realized i was brought up in a place that was just normal mm. average um without any fireworks surprises and you know a lot of things to deal with and also being raised in a place like that led me to who I am right now. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting you say like how there's nothing. It's kind of relatable because as far as the upbringing, it's kind of similar to mine too. Like nothing, 
you know, parents together, nothing where it's like, oh, this thing happened to me when I was eight years old that, you know, um, but what you were saying about the, about your, your hometown. Okay. So can you think of something that from that hometown, like, is like your favorite thing that, yeah, may, maybe it's not like a tourist spot where it's like, oh, you got to come see this one thing. But you, whenever you go back there, it's like, oh, like this bakery or this one thing from your childhood that is just like there or even, you know, something in your adult life. I will tell you two things. One mm. thing is an everyday thing that is a gem. And another thing is a historical thing. So historic. Okay. My hometown has three main squares for a very small town. And it's very special about it because one square, it's called a Polish square. Another square is called a German square. And the last square, it's called a Jewish square. Before the war, mm. the nation of Polish, Germans and Jewish were living peacefully and in great harmony in one very small town of 7,000 people. Uh, our, my town is very significant, significant for Jewish culture. We have the biggest Polish synagogue in, in Poland. It's in my hometown, very close to my home, actually. And still the Jewish community is very active there. So before the Second World War, it was an example of how three nations can live very peacefully in mm. town, which is uh, which is a very beautiful beautiful story. And about a rather small thing, yet very close to my heart, we have one ice cream stand that was always there. What's <sighs> beautiful about it is. Since I remember, for many years, per day, there is only one flavor available. So you come up to the stand and there's no big variety, you know. I feel like having a chocolate ice cream today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because today it's strawberry and deal with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I see there's a huge beauty in that and simplicity. And when yeah. I was small, when I was being asked what I want to do in the future, there were two things that I was mentioning. One was uh -huh. working there to serve ice creams. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And yeah. another one, what tells probably a lot about me is that I want to own a warehouse of candy. Yeah. And I was using the word... Yeah, I was... <laughs> Using the word warehouse, not a shop, uh -huh. even yeah, yeah. very small, I wanted to own something big, significant, yeah. and with a lot of energy. So my <laughs> interests were very focused <laughs> around eating, eating sweet <laughs> things. That's also a big part yeah. of my life and journey yeah. with weight and weight gain. Yeah. But also, I feel there's a huge beauty in that spot because it existed years ago. It exists now with such a small mm. town. You always see businesses coming and going and, mm, you know, this store is closing, that store is closing. And this one thing is always there and it's beautiful. Mm. And I love how simple it is. You have one flavor, yeah. no choice. And a long, and the line is long. So there is <laughs> a, an interesting bit lesson there as well yeah i really love that idea that's so genius that ice cream spot um you know it's it's interesting too like you were saying the um the things that kind of like you know shaped you to become who you are today uh i think it's kind of a an interesting parallel between the little things that you liked in your childhood, like the ice cream shop or the different things that maybe might seem kind of normal to a passerby and yet have a lot of meaning to somebody else, which could go for anything, right? It's like an item that you have in your possession, a necklace or something that 
seems normal, but it has a lot of weight or meaning. Uh, what do you feel like are those things that shaped you maybe later on down the, the line that shaped you to become the person you are now? That's a great question. I think what shaped me the most was the lack of options. So it was a very mm. small town. Not many things were going on here, going on there. At school, I was an overweight kid that was bullied for that and also bu bullied for being one of the best students or the best student. So imagine mm -hmm. being overweight yeah. and being very, very smart. You can get bullied for that. So I knew being there that I want options in my life. I want to be able to go out to different places. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to work in many fields of work. I want to be appreciated for who I am. I want to build my own stuff. So what shaped me was the lack of options because there was mm. only a certain amount of people that you could hang out with. You knew everybody. So there is no option to go out there, look online and find another group to hang out. These are either these people or, or, or nobody else yeah. in terms of learning languages. You could learn English, Spanish, and French. What if I want to learn more? And it's possible to study this, but not that. So options were mm. very limited in terms of people, in terms of how much you can learn, what you can see. Uh, how do you want to spend your time? And I know now what made me the person that I am right now, which is a business owner, a coach, a person that travels the world, a digital nomad. This all came from not having many options to choose from. So I wanted to grasp as many options as possible when I finally could. As, as far as like the getting to the point where you are now, like, so did you, did you graduate high school and then you were like, Oh, I'm going to be a, a holistic coach. Like how did that, <laughs> how did that come into your life? <laughs> uh, actually, I'm uh, yesterday I had a webinar when I talked about uh, my story from full-time job to being a digital, digital nomad that travels and has her own business. So it's actually, the story is very fresh in my yeah. mind. No, of course I didn't jump from high school to being a digital <laughs> nomad and business owner. Mm. I finished school, went to study, started studying international relations that have nothing to do with what I wanted to do. Um, at that time, I feel people were making decisions very fast to, to just start any studies. Also, a difference between Poland and the US is that higher education is for free most of the time. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of just studying something random because you don't pay for it. Yeah, We can go into the uh, discussion. Is it actually better? Is it worse? Of course, like with people with student debts in the US probably it sounds like a dream thing and I realize <laughs> that it's very convenient yet downsides from it. Um, mm -hmm. So I started studying international relations. I knew I that's not what I wanted to do. And I had this talent for writing, for graphic design. So I was like, okay, what can I do? Uh, marketing? Because it involved writing and involved some visual mm. creation. And very fast, I landed my first job in the corporate world. And I resulted in spending 12 years in a corporate world, the world of business, work, the world of 
companies and marketing agencies always thinking that I will like it at some point. Yet I knew that it's not for me in terms of what I'm doing, what I'm spending my time doing, what I'm dedicating my time to, how um, I use my talents that I have. Um, At some point, because traveling was always very important to me, I knew that I wanted to work and travel, preferably having a business and travel. Yet I was hiding the business part of myself for a long time, haven't started or started, quit, you know. So when the pandemic hit, Mm -hmm. there was a first opportunity to work remotely. So I worked, for example, in Canary Islands or in Portugal and worked full time and traveling the world as I wanted, seeing beautiful Mm -hmm. places and full time. Yet I realized that doing it in the nicer conditions, so traveling, seeing beautiful places, it's still not the answer. (laughs) Because... That's not yeah. what I want to do in uh, at work. I don't want to work in corporate world. I want to have my own thing. And being in Canary Islands, which is, you know, a paradise of a place, having palm trees, sun, you know, mm. living in this paradise, I felt awful because... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I felt it's, you know, cosmetic changes in my life are not going to work anymore. Mm. And within three days, signed up for coaching studies. I didn't know if I will continue doing coaching. I didn't know if the thing I'm spending money on, it's something that I will connect my future with. Yet, I was tired of waiting. I wanted to make a decision. And from that moment, my life changed. Turns out that I love coaching. Turns out I get amazing testimonials from my clients. I gave my all in terms of building my Instagram, building my personal brand, learning from the best people in the world to provide a world-class coaching for my clients. And now, finally, I have my own business, and I'm traveling the world as I always wanted. So while you were so while you were working at that corporate job, uh, then you began kind of on the side doing coaching, or how did that? How did you like make that transition? Mm, yeah, exactly what you were saying. I built my business while being mm, having a full time job, and actually. Probably it's important to say it out loud because a lot of people, a lot of my clients or potential clients are coming to me and saying, you know, I have a full-time job, but I really want to quit it and build my own business. Sometimes it's actually pretty good to continue with full-time job and having full-time job as kind of an angel investor of your Mm -hmm. business and then focusing on your business not like ignoring your job of course but putting both of your eyes on your business building it setting up some process setting up some strategy and then for the job to be let go when the time comes so this is what i did yeah yeah i think there's there's different paths to uh that everybody takes and there's ways to be smart about building your business uh definitely it's it's hard to know what is kind of the correct path for you or what's gonna work out the best and but I definitely do think like you said it's very important to kind of be smart about that kind of stuff because I think sometimes there's a uh idea that oh to be a business owner you know you quit your job and you just go in a hundred thousand percent and you know 
I think that that can work for some people, but I think there's also a way to go about it that's smart, like you said. I mean, hey, if you can if you can do something on the side and still be making that money, like why not? <laughs> you know. Exactly, and there are no perfect scenarios.、Mm-hmm. And online, there are these perfect Instagram-like stories, like I quit and then、yeah. build a million. Or business the next day. The thing is, with life, many things can happen, and there are some people that will actually benefit with quitting their job, feeling the、mm-hmm. fire up there, and building the business.、Yeah. There are some people it will work for them. So there are many、mm-hmm. ways to play out. Also. It sounded in my case like it was perfect because I had a job, I had money to invest, a lot of a lot of cash in myself to build a business, build strategy, have coaching, have support, have mentors, and then、um, going into my business, you know, like a princess. Yet it wasn't perfect because、yeah. I wanted to quit my with the beginning of this year. Yet I was laid off. You were there.、Mm-hmm. You remember our、yeah. conversations, and of course, it was emotional for like three hours because ego plays a big role. Like, what me? Oh,、yeah. why they are so?、Mm. Yet, yeah, yeah. Quickly, I decided that this layoff is gonna be the best thing that happens to me, or one of the best things in my life. Like, this is the moment. This is the moment to give a hundred, and this is what I did. It was stressful. It wasn't easy. I spent、mm-hmm. so much time working to the point of maybe overwork. Yet I saw a huge transition in terms of how much I'm earning, the clients that I'm working with, my business strategy, my commitment. So all in all, looking back, it was the most perfect、mm. thing that happened. But I chose it to be that way. I could say like, "Oh my God, why I was treated this way?" And I did for like three hours, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I decided that this is the sign from my universe to give it all. But I'm saying this all to show that there are no perfect scenarios. Maybe on Instagram. But、mm-hmm. life plays out. There are many different things that can, got, that can happen, and the only possibility is to roll with it. Yeah, I think it's really、uh, it's interesting that you say that.、Um, you know, in the moment, sometimes these situations that happen to us, yeah, we like cry about it, and it feels like the worst thing ever, and. We vent to our friends and go, "How could this happen? Like, this is so dumb. Like, this is the worst thing ever. I'm never gonna. This is just like the worst situation."、Uh, and I think it's important for us to say, like, it's okay. Like in those moments, to to like let it out. Like, you know, deal with the the suckiness of the situation, but then have a kind of that moment of self uh, awareness. Uh, To then kind of say, how do I want to treat this situation? And you flipped it and said, okay, like, all right, I cried about it. I, yeah, I got it out. Now let me treat this as a great opportunity.、Uh, and it's cool that <laughs> I mean we met in this like huge moment in your life, like right there, <laughs> you know. Yeah, short shortly before, and you got it. All yeah,、before. yeah. Like you know,、uh, laid out in、yeah. uh, in a form of messages. Yes,、uh, and what's very important in a moment like that is to support yourself with people that will understand your situation. First of all, after that happened, I contacted my friend who is a coach, and her first word、uh-huh. was congratulations. Congratulations! <laughs> This is exactly what it should be happening. Then I contacted、yeah. my coach, and she said, "But you wanted this, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, my soul wanted to quit that job, 
so many times before. And I was postponing, mm -hmm. postponing, you know, to cling into safety. And the universe knew that's the time for her. Just let her go. Let yeah. her do, the, do her thing. So support of people that will understand, will not dwell like, oh, my God, I feel so sorry for you with people that I wasn't sure about their reaction. I told them, I'm going to tell you something, but please be supportive. And the only mm. thing that I want to hear right now is you go, girl. And you have my support. I didn't want to hear any, like, I'm so sorry, this and that. And so I also led yeah. this process that was as supportive as possible for me. And the biggest lesson for me from this situation is how you na narrate things, what you tell yourself, the stories is everything. If you say losing job is a shame it's gonna be like this mm. for you if you mm. say it's gonna be the best thing for me it's gonna be like this it's true as well if you're gonna say in your business i'm a perfectionist so i won't be able to you know post on social media consistently yeah. if you will say okay i have a tendency like that but i want to understand it and move forward true so truly, whatever you say to yourself about any situation will be true and you will find proofs for that. So in that moment of uncertainty, I was really like, after a couple of hours from getting to know, like, okay, this is the moment. This is the moment I'm stepping in. Mm -hmm. Also, I spoke about it very openly on social media. My first episode of the podcast was about being laid off and choosing this narration because yeah. with coaches, it's not like that, that we don't, we have flawless lives. We go through breakups. Yeah. We yeah, yeah, yeah. business coaches go through very hard business moments in their own businesses the thing is, how do you deal with that? So I wanted to give people an example how to deal with a hard thing like that in the best way possible, making the best out of it. So that was also my point, not only to lead me through this with success, but to also show to people how can you go through a hard situation like this with self-confidence. And since then... Actually, a lot of people wrote to me, wrote DMs that I was laid mm -hmm. off. Your story made me feel better about this and actually see this as an opportunity. So then I'm like, thank you. My job is done. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to see how much or how many times just putting your own personal story out there uh it can be scary at times, but I think it's a reminder of like, if one, if two people hear this and feel like they can relate to it, then it's worth it. Because I think so many times we feel like we're going through these situations and these processes all in our own universe. And sometimes we have the tendency to forget that there's millions, there's billions of people on the planet that most likely there's a large percentage that have gone through similar things. Uh, so hearing someone else say something where you think, oh, wow, like, yes, I feel less alone, you know, is a beautiful feeling. Um, with your, because you did mention you put that out on, on your podcast and, and started to kind of, dive in more onto social media. How was that process like for you? Because I've seen your presence on social media change and I've seen you have like so much more fun with it. And it's like exciting because I think I've told you this before, but even though I don't understand the uh, words or, you know, the it's a different language, you can definitely feel the energy shift. Um, and, you know, I've seen the numbers go up and I've seen you post way more and just it's 
feels so fun and energetic. So how did you get to that, that place? First of all, I really appreciate you saying that it's so amazing to hear and you've been a witness of that uh, transformation. So I appreciate hearing that. And when people work with me uh, around their business, and mostly I work with online businesses that connect to personal brand, for example, on Instagram, I know Mm -hmm. that there's a one core thing that makes it more fun for us, more aligned for us, that makes us be or encourages us to be more consistent on social media and so and so on and so on it's diving to who we are uniquely what makes us unique very often Mm. what's noticed on social media is like i enter the niche of coaches and with people that have no experience about social media or they have some inner stuff about um, self-confidence. They often copy everyone from the niche. So their mm. is like, um, you can see <laughs> yeah, yeah. accounts that they follow the closest. And it's very hard to grow like that. So <laughs> yeah. I really noticed that uniqueness, what is unique about you on a couple of layers this is what mm-hmm. differentiates you and this is what makes it fun. And for example, one yeah. thing that I feel is unique about me is my way of communication. I'm very direct. I call it in our everyday conversation, direct yet loving. Yeah. Um, and I know that communication is my strength. Speaking clearly, speaking, I think, with sense. And with a lot of spice, which means, mm, and it's probably a little bit my Polishness, but even in Poland, I'm a person that's, that's being direct. And when I ask my clients or people that want to work with me and see me on social media, and I ask them, what do you like about my social media? 60, 70% of people say, authenticity and most of them will use the word word no bullshit communication yeah and um i go to the point i think i'm clear with my point i can't lie i'm not good at sugar coding that doesn't mean because this I realize this sounds for a lot of people like, oh my God, she's probably like in your face. No, it's just, (laughs) I'm saying my point Mm. lovingly. So I think we came into this point um, in history (laughs) that direct communication for some people is kind of offensive, but it's Mm. not. It's just on my social media, I'm saying, how I'm feeling with a huge respect to the other side. So I want to make sure that people, that listeners will see how exactly it is. So I'm very open, very authentic. Mm, And since I am like this, and I think it also comes from growing up when I couldn't express myself. Now, me being Mm. able to express myself is a form of self-love. And since I speak openly, directly, I feel I provide myself with a lot, with a lot of self-love. And speaking like this is one of the things that makes me unique. It's possible to see it on social media. People are drawn to me that like this kind of communication, refreshing communication and on social media, and it works. So to the person that's listening, what is unique about you and how do you show it across? So it's fun for you and you're yourself and it's only aligned with you. Then it can work on social media. Not if we create some 
yeah. And we, a lot of people in corporations, for example, doing full-time jobs, they complain that they can say what they feel. Like they have to tame themselves because of the boss, because of the rules. And then they start working in their online business, doing the same. They want freedom to speak, to express emotions. And they still don't do that because of what other people will say. What about the followers? No, this Mm. is your moment to shine with your authentic light and to speak openly. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> You're signed up already. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I I You know, it's it's interesting uh you were talking about being speaking clearly and stuff. So it's it's uh definitely a a fun thing to have you on this podcast because like I, I feel like I kind of struggle a little bit with like forming the thoughts sometimes and then saying them in a clear manner. And the this whole time, like the way you've been speaking and so like concise and to the point, I'm like, God, she's just like so good. <laughs> Thank you so much. And we even talked about it a week ago or something. How yeah. we benefit from this connection, this relation that we have, because we are so different with such a respect for talents of others. I'm direct, but you are lovingly gentle and appreciate so many <laughs> things about life, you know, which yeah. my character sometimes, if I don't consciously mm. go into appreciation or celebration, like I need to be reminded of that. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah. containers uh, that sometimes make me all stop. Now it's time to, you know, take a look <laughs> around you. Um, so I think it's just amazing to meet people and meet you that are so different here. That we appreciate each other and we learn a lot. Recently, we had a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I was in a beautiful park in Buenos Aires. I fall in love with Buenos Aires, prolonged my stay here the second time. uh, And I was having this gentle, appreciative moment of where I am. And you were, Mm. you were celebrating something about your communication and being bold. And it was so amazing that we could change the seats (laughs) a little bit and celebrate learning something you know that's a little bit outside of our comfort zone yeah that's what makes it beautiful (laughs) yeah i love it i love it uh so currently now you're in uh buenos aires still yep yeah uh and so currently like what is your workflow looking like like you're seeing clients you're helping them with like what kind of things are you helping them with and then you're going to a coffee shop and enjoying a croissant probably or (laughs) yeah very often (laughs) very often (laughs) i should have said like something more south american like that's so like french (laughs) yeah an empanada there we go there we go okay So, to tell you a little bit of a background, I traveled so far Mm. in Brazil, Uruguay, and Argentina. I started on the beginning of January. Mm. So, I have what I always wanted, business and traveling. And it needs a lot of knowledge about yourself, a lot of knowledge about your priorities, a lot of knowledge about the process that you're going to be using to not to get caught up with work or caught up with traveling. Mm. Yet, since I love traveling and I want to do that, I love my work 
and I want to do that. Both are priorities. So how do I set up a process for that? So how it looks currently is that I have coaching sessions with clients now on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. These are the days that I'm not moving anywhere, not doing much sightseeing. And the rest of the days, I have some works, uh, work around different projects or social media in the evening, for example. So I have two working days and more flexible days. Mm, and I often work in my apartment, yet, for example, in Buenos Aires that, again, I'll say I fell in love with, I love going to the coffee shop, working there in a beautiful district of Palermo in Buenos Aires. So I can work from bed. <laughs> I work like yeah. that uh, sometimes, like uh, human design lovers will know that the projector thing can, the projector can do this thing very often, which is like working from a comfortable place and for us working from bed. It's not something strange. Or I work from my apartment, yet occasional trip to the coffee shop and having many croissants or cookies. <laughs> <laughs> is there as well also like I, I mentioned about the process for uh, coaching sessions it um, requires focus um, silence which is very hard to achieve in South, South America so usually it's from my apartment not from coffee shop but yeah doing some kind of social media work or website work it can happen. It can happen wherever. <laughs> I love it. What an inspiration you are, Ola. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. You too. Oh my God. Man, you have no idea how much you influenced my life, how much I appreciate our connection, our conversations from the most stupidest, smallest <laughs> to sometimes going very deep like 12 yeah. messages because you mentioned at the beginning that you know you wake up or i would wake up to like 30 messages yeah, some yeah. of them are like in a form of podcasts there was an idea to kind of merge our messages to the form of podcast and i truly yeah. still feel that we'll have uh, listeners like guy from california oh, for digital sure. from uh, poland astrologer and coach from australia and their WhatsApp notes, you know, connected. I, I feel yeah. listeners, dear listeners, dear listener, if you would be interested in that, hit us up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to happen. It has to. It has to. It's so good of an idea. Like, we can't let that go to waste. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same. I feel the same. I grew so much. Oh, yeah. So much fun. No exaggeration. Nice. So what do you got uh, coming up next? Where's your next travels, your next projects, your next big thing, your passion that's about to your passion project that's about to happen? Anything? Sure. So in terms of travels, I'm staying for a little mm. in Argentina, then probably I'm moving up north uh, in South America Bolivia, and then maybe more north. I don't want to say and then not do it. But yeah, South yeah. America travel is continuing. I, mm, I don't have a plan. That's why, you know, I wasn't about to visit Buenos Aires, for example, and thanks Lord I did. So it's more spontaneous. I'm continuing to coach. That's, that doesn't change. And soon my mastermind starts for authentic mm. personal brands that want to earn money early in their business. Because I realized that with a proper strategy, you don't need 5,000, 20,000 followers to earn money from Instagram, from your profile. I would love to offer it to our listeners, yet it's going to be in Polish for now. So <laughs> coaching in English, yes, write to me. I'll be happy to do it with you, yet my mind... Yeah. It's for Polish speaker speakers only. Unless someone will learn Polish quick, which is not <laughs> gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I have a I have a great idea because I kind of like wanted to work this in, but I think this is a perfect opportunity. Uh, so how about you do your basically what you just said, but in Polish? Uh, you know, explain the explain the mastermind for your for your Polish listeners. You want me to speak Polish? I would love that. Yes. Oh my god, let's do this. But you gotta tell me. You gotta tell me when you're done, so I don't cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be short because probably it's gonna <laughs> ears of some people explode. So. No, no, no. Go for it. Serdecznie zapraszam na mastermind. Trzymiesięczny mastermind. Praca nad własną marką osobistą, zarabiającą, autentyczną, unikalną. Pisz, bo jest ba- bardzo mało miejsc już. How was that? <laughs> I love it. That was great. I could have kept listening, by the way. You could have kept going. So we can set it up for another WhatsApp conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God, that's so awesome. Uh, thank you, uh, for joining me on this episode of the podcast. Any, um, last like little things that you want to mention or say, or even talk about, uh, you know, well, okay. So I was going to go down like the human design path, but I think that's just going to take us a whole, that's a whole nother, but that's something that just from meeting you, like I didn't, re- you and Eloise, like I didn't really know anything about that and learning just a little bit, like it's super interesting. So that's, that's something if anybody yeah, men- heard yeah. you mention that, I'm sure they're going to kind of check that out. But yeah, anything, anything else or? A hundred percent. Human design is very worth to dive in if someone, someone hasn't yet. You know what I'm going to say? that coaching is transformational. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that this huge change in my life to build my own business, finally start working on Instagram, building my brand, changing my path is, of course, thanks to my will, my self-confidence, me making a decision. But a, but a huge Thing that helped me and especially on the very beginning that um, that I was starting this and it was a huge unknown that method really helped me I truly believe mm-hmm. that and if you dear listener now have a change in your mind you want to go from point A right now to the point B in the future. So to achieve some change, have more aligned life, but maybe a method for you. I love coaching. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, this was super enjoyable and uh, I enjoy every time we talk. So this is this is just like another day in the life for us, you know. <laughs> I enjoyed stuff. Uh, so yeah, we, yeah. Uh, so you ready to do this? I'm, I'm actually super curious. So we, we gonna do a, a cookie review or? Yes, let's do it. So tell me, tell me, what'd you find? So this, okay. So before, before we start, so obviously that you know we're in different places, so it's pro- it's a little difficult for us to get the vegan cookie review uh down so this will kind of be more more focused on your side than than my side uh so i gave you an assignment (laughs) to find a vegan cookie (laughs) so we'll see what you what what did you uh come up with yeah i did found it it wasn't the easiest i was just running around streets of buenos aires to find it like Uh around an hour ago and there's a huge heat wave around (laughs) argentina right now it's so so freaking hot but i found it i have it here i found a vegan brownie look at this beauty oh look at this beauty so we are gonna eat a vegan brownie i mean i'm gonna eat and you will look (laughs) (laughs) well let me see let me see i want to see it just stop stop uh putting me oh my god you got like a super nice one well you gotta hold it up a little bit more watch a little bit more oh dude (laughs) Also, it's huge. That's vegan? 
Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> wow, interesting, <laughs> dude. That's so dope. Bakery, so very probably it's vegan, very possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I just have a regular chocolate chip cookie that's not vegan, <laughs> but it's homemade. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, and you know it's it's funny because. I'll go into this probably deeper in another episode, but like this, this whole, like the name of the podcast came before the actual thing. Like I was doing this podcast a while ago just for fun and having people on and the name had nothing to do with the podcast. Like, I mean, it still kind of doesn't, but like it was just conversations and it was a cool name and I like wasn't vegan. And even now I'm not really plant-based. I'm like kind of cut out meat a little bit um but when I rebranded like like recently I was like you know what I should just go with the name and actually start doing vegan cookie reviews at the end so it makes a little bit of sense (laughs) but it's kind of a funny story behind that (laughs) I love this story also like as a coach I, a lot of people come to me like with questions, like a business, as a business coach, what should be the name of my Instagram account? What should be ne- the name of my next thing? And there is this huge discussion about it. And sometimes you should just roll with what you have in your mind <laughs> yeah. and move forward. Yeah, for a while. yeah. yeah. You know, the, uh, how random it is on one hand and how beautifully you... Uh, matched it with with vegan cookie reviews it crossed my mind to just buy a cookie and tell you that's vegan (laughs) but no my (laughs) allow me to to do this (laughs) but a tip for the future you know future people that you're gonna have on your podcast if you are in a place that it's not that easy to find a vegan cookie just tell it to me as (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny, like, I thought about that, too. I was like, well, this is kind of a a difficult assignment, even, even f- you know, when two people aren't in the same place or whatever, because over here, it's easy for me to go to, like, Sprouts or Whole Foods, the markets that are kind of more, like, health-based, uh, and just find a bunch of vegan cookies to pick from, but... Uh, I did that did cross my mind where I was like oh I'll just say that this is a vegan cookie and you know make up a story like who's gonna know but I thought it's more fun to just go with the actual situation like like even you finding a brownie even though it's not a cookie like I love that like I love that so much yeah um just to set the record straight about Buenos Aires because it's the place that I love right now, there are places uh-huh. where you where you can eat amazing vegan food and you will find amazing vegan mm-hmm. bakery. Not in every place in South America I was. Getting a vegan cookie will be uh, very, um, yeah. very possible. So yeah, that's uh, that's thing. But, it just but, depends. But, but yeah, it depends. And yeah, so no cookie. A brownie. I love brownies. So let's see if it lives up All to... All right, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, it looks very dry and I have nothing to drink. So... <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'm saying goodbye now. <laughs> okay, let's... <laughs> and I'll, I'll take a bite of my cookie. Definitely. It requires some milk because it is dry, Mm. but (laughs) full of chocolate. Mm. Mm. Full of dark dark chocolate, which I love. I love dark chocolate. So it's very rich in flavor. Requires some milk. Actually, it's a vegan cookie, vegan review, and I'm talking about milk. Some. (laughs) <laughs> type of milk or a plant-based yeah no that's important uh for it to eat it all after we finish i'm gonna definitely continue <laughs> yeah it was amazing you know share a meal uh, or a dessert being here with you and yeah 
vegan cookie from Buenos Aires approved. Yo, I love it. I love that we get to share this moment from so far away. Uh, it's also like a metaphor for life, you know, sharing food with people, like sharing dessert with people. I think I, you know, it's a good little podcast, huh? <laughs> Not bad um, at all. I so much yeah. <laughs> could talk with you for hours. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, thank you for joining me. Go ahead. I said maybe I will invite you to my podcast, which is in Polish. So need to yeah, wait. that would be interesting. <laughs> I'll uh, yeah 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 I'll start studying today. You know, <laughs> go for it. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like every time I've seen a message from you, I'm like, ah, oh, it's Venus. Let's go. Excited, man. Uh, I like to I like the different change of scenery that we always that do. Keep it fresh, you know. Birth and then brought back together when I spilled chocolate milk on you in eighth grade. Um, and in life. Cool. I just really enjoyed chatting with you, dude. It's so much fun. So crispy. I can't remember. Come on. <laughs> Alright, we'll have a good night. I'll talk to you later. I guess you'll be up to plan something. Alright, sounds good. Make good thoughts. Alright. Y'all right, that's what I needed. That's why I'm such a fighter. Because this is the shit that I'm in my head about, you feel me? And if I wanna be an artist, if I wanna be like a real artist, this shit gotta be vulnerable as hell. Niggas gotta chew it out and tell me what it is. Like it's yo. a story, it's a life experiences. You can't come out the gate shooting if nobody knows who you are, where you're right. from. That's what it does. It's all sorts. So I love it.